Hello. Hi. <laughs> what? This is very enthusiastic. Was that guy. too gay for you? Yes, it was t- too gay. Hi. That actually, uh, that actually automatically segues me very nicely into what I want to do. <laughs> I love that, that that worked. So here's this this guy. On I TikTok. love this dude. He's a uh, go queen. There it goes. None of y'all can handle Jeez. this truth, but I'm gonna say it. If my girl has a gay best friend, he is literally literally gotta suck my d yeah yeah my my <laughs> d he's gotta suck my d to prove it and if you can prove Ride it, the air quotes y'all could be best friends for however long y'all want to be best friends for thank you for your time thank you for your time it's such a weird choice it, yeah um and that's the gayest thing immediately what i thought of was this have you ever been walking down the street with your best bro and while you're walking, you accidentally touch hands. You think to yourself, that was weird, but I'm not gay. You are. You are gay. <laughs> yeah. I had never seen or heard that before uh, until you sent it to me earlier today. I thought it was an edit. And then like now I'm like, I don't know what this was for. <laughs> I don't know. Why. It was like it was it was a video that popped up on my recommended. It was Steven Yoon, the guy that was in The Walking Dead uh, from a clip like years ago. And I think even before he was maybe like when he first got on The Walking Dead. Yeah. And I just I just love the music and the because you think it's going a different direction. Bro, and while you're walking, you accidentally touch hands. <laughs> you think to yourself, that was weird, but I'm not gay. You are. You, you are, are gay. gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in high school, accidentally touching hands with a dude was the most thrilling part of my day. Yeah. Dude, if I sat next to somebody at a lunch table and our knees touched, I got a boner. We like made made eye contact for a little little, little while. Yes. Than yeah. Exactly. So like, or I'd get partnered with a dude uh, who was liked. like a little bit cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who I liked. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so awful. You probably had a better selection um, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would. I think Florida's probably dudes like are super hotter. Hit or miss. Dudes are hotter. Or young young dudes are hot. Old folk are not. But yeah, because it's we. I think that it's like they really just accept mediocrity in florida mm-hmm. it's just it's a, it's a state to be mediocre <laughs> yeah absolutely and i'm just, but yeah in high school all the dudes were hot most of the dudes were hot but as soon as they graduate high school or go to college it's like oh you guys suck were the guys in florida the kind of guys that would wear like lacoste polos and boat shoes oh yes yeah that was georgia too well there were two classes so there was like the island class and the mainland class mm-hmm. i was part of like the mainland class which was like working class and lower class families and the island class was like old florida money mm-hmm. Uh, and so the dudes who lived, the, the boys who lived on the island side of Vero, the place where I lived, they did the, the polo shirts and, and, and Sperry topsiders. It's just not a, and like khaki cargo shorts and just a, just a terrible look. I mean, you might as well, you've already given up, but you think you're looking fashionable and it's, yeah. And that's what was fashionable. Mm -hmm. So I can't blame them. Yeah. Topsiders are not a horrible shoe. They're fine. I would stop it right there. I would place a period on that sentence. It just really, de- it really <laughs> depends. I did know some pretty hot guys that wore them, and they were really beat up and shitty. Mm. But they were like literally worn on boats because you don't mark boats up when you work on them, or yeah. scuff and or fall and slip and shit like that. But they definitely got co-opted. It's kind of like how the Hawaiian shirts come back, and it's kind of cool again. And it was mostly just old fat dads that were wearing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's a Nazi symbol, apparently. It is. I don't know. Oh, 
fuck, dude? They well, I'm glad they, I got rid of mine. They give Nazis all the cool things. I don't really know why they, we have the tendency to do that, like this symbol or whatever. We're not like allowed to do yeah. that now. That is stupid. We do just surrender all of these things to them, of course. It's like, come on. This used to be fun. Yeah. Make Nazi symbols normal again. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Normalize Nazi symbols. Nope. That is not. I do not endorse this message. That is not. I endorse this. I do not endorse. This is a split, split fruit basket <laughs> decision on normalizing Nazi symbols. Uh, so you sent me a story earlier about Chinese seeds. Yes. And I got an I've update. been swallowing a lot of Chinese seeds. You've been swallowing lately. a lot of Chinese seed, hoping that it will <laughs> cure coronavirus. That is exactly it. So there's actually like a news story going around right now where people, I think mostly in Canada, are receiving like just, um, what is it called? Unsolicited shipments to their house of seeds from China, like plant seeds, vegetable seeds, who knows what they are. There were like little like coffee bean looking ones. I've never seen like... seeds that look like that. Maybe Perry has seen them before. They're in the, the article I'm gonna pull up, but they have a theory as to what's going on. And yes. it's very interesting. So it's from the Wall Street Journal. I'll pull it up on the screen here. Yeah. And I'll Sock it. it to me. So uh, brushers come into focus uh, as officials test tap packages for mysterious seeds. And these are what the seeds look like. They look like very dense, dark coffee bean looking seeds. Um, there's some others as well that are like white, sort of like pumpkin-looking seeds too. As e-commerce, an e-commerce technique known as brushing is uh, coming into focus this week as federal officials look at to uh, look to whether the practices behind a phenomenon of seeds appearing in uh, mailboxes across the country. The U.S. Department of Agriculture on Tuesday said it is collecting the packages and will test them for anything of concern. Brushing true. involves using fake transactions to enhance the reputations of online merchants. It began attracting attention in the U.S. about five years ago. Planting reviews. High sales uh, volume and good reviews help vendors move in search results and attract shoppers. Some vendors turn to brushers who place fake orders for products. Hmm. Uh, so this is like a little uh, infograph. Oh, the, that's cute. The vendor, one, pays a brusher the cost of the products they'll be ordering and a fee. Two, places orders for the, the brusher places orders for the vendor's products. Uh, the vendor then ships the parcels that are empty or contain low-value merchandise that may go to strangers overseas. Uh, the brusher, number four, writes good reviews, leading to the vendor's products being ranked higher. Wow. Um, uh, a Wall Street Journal article at the time reported that brushing in China helped vendors artificially increase their sales and boost oh their standing God. on online marketplaces, which typically give more prominence to high-volume sellers with good customer reviews. That is crazy. The That's so annoying because I've been ordering a lot of stuff from Etsy that happened to be from Chinese shops. Mm -hmm. uh, and I ordered something like over a month ago. And it said it was in transit on the 16th of July. It was in Compton, it which came, is it came here. From China. Came from China. It's in customs. It said it already went through customs. Yeah, they're not usually pretty good about. But it why would it register as it arriving in Compton? Because you need to stop buying fentanyl from China, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very cute it's a very cute boutique fentanyl I got on Etsy. It's very cute. <laughs> the bag it comes in, adorable. It's adorable. It comes in a little boutique. Clutch, <laughs> the I little coin my little purse. tiny baggies of my fentanyl <laughs> that I snort in the bathroom at Bootsy Bellows. Um, so, uh, so the USDA is, is discussing the seed packages this week. Said it has no evidence the packages are something other than a brushing scam, though it couldn't be determined whether it was it was this type of operation either. State agriculture departments say the seeds could still be potentially dangerous, so they are taking the matter seriously and working to ensure nothing harmful takes root in their states, including. Uh, I don't have the article on screen. I'm an idiot. But anyway, I'm reading it. Um, uh, sorry, uh, dangerous. So they are taking the matter seriously and working to ensure nothing harmful takes root in the states, including in, in, uh, instructing residents on reporting and safe handling of the seeds. So when I first heard that these seeds could be dangerous, I was like, what do? You, what does that mean? Like, could 
are they disguised as seeds, but they're like those firecracker things that you throw on the ground and they pop? Yeah, I, I think know? I think anything exported from any kind of biological item exported from China right now is is of grave concern. Right. So. But I don't I don't think of anything like that because I'm a fucking numbskull. Well, yeah. But, well, it it like what I first thought was like okay, like. Uh, some kind of invasive species and then someone yeah. in the comments was like made a good point of like okay if you throw these away and they go into landfills they grow and then who knows what the fuck it is and then some rodent or bird picks it up rodent bird same same animal <laughs> and uh, uh or you know rodent or government drone or land drone or flying drone because birds aren't real and so they take the seeds <laughs> drop them somewhere it's like an invasive species that like kills bees or does something fucked up to fuck up our sure. agriculture and causes a famine that's the really scary doomsday scenario you could say about these mystery seeds, but it probably is just is just this. It just is an odd, odd for seeds. Like, why even put anything of value in the container? I don't really right. like. You could put like pencil shavings in there, or I, I don't know, whatever. People don't use pencils anymore. That's probably more valuable than seeds. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to put in there, mealworms. Meal. Ugh. Those are biological. Uh, I wonder how long. What would a mealworm look like? After going, oh, probably because customs didn't give a fuck about seeds. That could be it. They don't? I don't think so. Maybe That's weird. I feel like they should. I feel like they should, too. Hmm. Back when I was uh, traveling internationally, I don't anymore. Uh, I When I was flying back from France, I think, they customs, or basically, like, what the airline had me do was fill out, like, a checklist. Yeah. Do they still do that? Yeah. Of, uh, like, things you're bringing back? It depends on where you're going. Like, when I went to New Zealand, they were, like, they do not fuck around. Because they are, like, we... They have... The only invasive species that New Zealand has is something that Americans brought to New Zealand, which are deer, which they have to literally go and kill from helicopters because they have no predators in New Zealand. Oh, my God. So, uh, New Zealand takes agriculture really seriously because it's a tiny island that's super isolated, which is why they had, like, no COVID cases. Yeah. Um, but, yes, well, they had, like, two, I think, but nothing substantial at what all. What a dream. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Zealand is easily the most perfect country in the world. It's, it's gorgeous. But, anyway, so going into places like that, they're very serious about it. Um, the U.S. seemed much more relaxed when I came back. Um, South America does not give a fuck, but obviously we care when you come back from South America, mostly because of drug trafficking. But I think it just depends on where you're going. Like, mm -hmm. I think it would be really probably specific to the amount of invasive species a country already has. So, like, I know Australia is pretty weird about it, too, because they are very intense about exporting their animals or products. Mm. So, like... For instance, if we have koalas here, it's a very serious agreement with um, with Australia. Yes. Or like any native, you know, Australian creature. Is it what are those little creatures that like gladly pose in selfies with you? Uh, qu a quokka? Qua yeah, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've only seen, you know those words you've only seen written, but you don't never said them out yes. loud? And like they're always like... They're always like, like the happiest they're little so animals. They're so cute. Yeah. They're adorable. I and wish and, we had and again, they're like so that. friendly because they have no predators. So Ugh. they're not, and then they've they've Dream. literally evolved for so long with no predators that, and they don't. I, I think they only exist on like an island in Australia. I don't think they. Yeah, they, so they live, I think, somewhere off the coast. So they they have no natural crazy. predators, and they've evolved for so long not having any that literally they'll just come up and hang with you. They they don't even have the genetic retention to think like, oh, this this <sighs> giant thing might be something that'll kill me. That is crazy. They're, they're and it's like a felony, I think, to harm them or something. Or I would hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Perry says uh, traveling state to state, even bringing seeds and veggies is prohibited. It's true. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've actually been or uh, had a Department of Homeland Security guy threaten to search my car when I was driving back from Arizona to California. Mm -hmm. And uh, weirdly, 
it was like one of those weird moments where you kind of want to be a Karen where like like you have no authority to search my car you are not like because I, I mean it's nice to know your rights in certain situations yeah but the guy was he you know like that's the thing with cops and I've had I've had we, we talked about police so in, like I mean you know for hours on this thing a few months ago um, how they're just like at a 12 automatically always dude and um, but uh, I had my, I had Pete and my dog with me and then he saw the dog and instantly like melted and was it was fine but um, but yeah he was if he was if he was a dick I would have been like hey you have literally no authority to detain me you have no you have no authority to stop me yeah Department of Homeland Security has no rights to do that on border protection which is like what makes this thing in Portland kind of strange although they're more like federal agents I, I don't know but like so yeah the, those border agents that are they have no they really have no authority yeah. they're kind of just like i think they just think they do because of their massively inflated budget well, right exactly which uh but luckily at least 36 percent of their uh employees are female um yeah well you know we should try to raise that to 50 percent but 36 percent will do in the meantime i think we've made up for it now that every head of every department in uh in the military industrial complex is now run by women oh that's right yeah. that's right Every single yeah. one of them are women. So I love that. Like, it's, it's funny. I've been playing Red Dead, of course. So I've just not stopped for the last two and a half <laughs> weeks. And there's like this, like, let women vote. Let women vote. Like, you know, we will. And then when you confront her or like talk to her, she goes like, well, we would start a lot less wars than you guys. And we would kill it. And then it's like, ooh, how this is aged poorly already. <laughs> and it's like. Well, the thing is, wars used to be fought over women. Mm -hmm. Now they're fought over money. Yeah, but I think that maybe it was well. Yeah, it depends on how far back in history do you want to go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but like historically, it is like we need to protect our women and children, so we're gonna fucking as like tribes, you know. In, sure. In like you're you're going way back then. Sure. I, I think we've been fighting for money for sure. <laughs> a millennia at this point. But like the the modern disease of war is that it's all for money and resources. Resources, land. I mean, I think that's more what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's and it's usually just one fucking person that gets a stick up his ass. And then decides, like, you know, he needs to be Genghis Khan and make, like, what is it, like, a bunch of China, his relatives. Just Genghis he, Khan. Yeah, get, well, that's indeed Genghis Khan. That dude, <laughs> that dude was shooting ropes. How many? How much of the world population is related to Let Genghis Khan these that. days? Uh, how many related to Genghis Khan? <laughs> I hope we find it. Um, international group of geneticists studying Y chromosome data have found that nearly 8% of the men living in the region of the former Mangle em Mongol Empire carry chromosomes that are nearly identical. That translates to 0.5% of the male population in the world, or roughly 16 million descendants living today. Insane. He was busting Dude, that dude nuts. was busting nuts all over China. <laughs> I love that shit. Although, weren't they, like, all rapes or whatever? Uh, I don't think a lot of sex back then was consensual. <laughs> I think yeah, a lot I of it was just rape. A, a fair point. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think we very much lived the way of the animal kingdom during that time. And the women were just like, fuck, just bust a nut in me so you don't hurt me. And Jeez. then we, we would do that. And then us gays were, like, in Rome, just like, we don't even need you bitches. We're going to fuck our 13-year-old apprentice. And right. Was that Greece? I think Rome and Greece did they that. They did. Right? Yeah. They both did. <laughs> yeah. And then once the boy aged out, then we're like, fine, we'll fuck a woman. Uh, and so, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think the, I think they kind of got it right though. It's like we'll do less rape if we do more boy fucking. So like when that oh, was no. when that was more acceptable during that time period, it's like smooth and supple, <laughs> smooth and supple, but an adult with agency, it's smooth and supple child will fuck under the like guise the, that I'm teaching you something. It's the scales of justice or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Like as one goes up, the other goes down and and back and forth. Mm -hmm. You can't have 
all of one because you wouldn't have any of the other, that kind of thing. Exactly. So. I feel like we have talked about Roman and Greek boy fucking a lot on this Oh, podcast. absolutely we have. Because secretly we have a reverence for that time. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to get wine drunk and just <laughs> get my dick serviced. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good... Uh, with an adult. With an adult, yes. yes. Or in, what is it, in Paris, like 14? It is 14 in yeah. France. I think the age of consent is So they're, that's, that's, they're, they're rock and rolling. I think in Czech Republic it was 14 as well. I, no, I don't know if I've told it on the pod, pod, on the pod before, Pod Save America, um, that when I was in the Czech Republic and I went to like a nightclub, like a gay nightclub, I was like, dude, these are children. This yeah. is crazy. And I was like only 18 or 19 mm-hmm. at the time. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is crazy. And they were all like hitting on you and stuff, and you're like, uh, please back off. Well, when they found out you're American too, they're like, oh my god. Of course. And you're like, you're like, I don't know. There's like weird when you go to like Eastern Europe because they, uh, especially places that were able to escape Soviet Union tyranny, mm-hmm. how much they revere American things. Oh yeah. Like at the time, they like Ed Hardy was already pretty chapped or lame here. They fucking loved Ed Hardy. Number one. They love Jack Daniels, which is so expensive there to import. And I'm like, this this whiskey sucks. sucks. Like, it really sucks. And um, what was the other thing? Oh, Marlboro. Marlboro cigarettes were like, it was a status symbol to have Marlboros. Holy shit. And I'm like, I want your weird fucking Soviet cigarettes. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Give me that shit. They all, they all smoke the same. Um, <laughs> so let's see what we got here. Um, what else do we have in the note? Uh, let's see. Um, Sorry, I should have told you to pull that up. No, that's totally fine. I'm just busy watching along so our viewer base is inflated by one one number. Appreciate it. Um, let's talk about... Uh, really quickly, um, I want to <laughs> thank DCK Punk, sorry, and Gunner for having us on their show. We have the link of the show yes. in our description. Yes, we went on on Saturday. On Saturday. It's a lot of fun. We did almost two whole hours And we got that. some good subscribers from that, so thank you very yeah. much for the opportunity. So Welcome all of our new viewers. Um, so we can talk about... Uh, I mean, the second round of stimulus checks. Why don't we do that? Yeah, so, so far, it seems like the only consensus they've come to... Um, well, it, uh, dude, the, the, I don't think the GOP has had to buy, like... There's, there's a thing... You remember... You, you watch Russian Development, right? Yes. Remember when uh, when Lucille Bluth gives... Uh, uh, what's the... It's not Jin Yang, but who's the... Who's the... Yang? Gives Jin on, Yang? Who's Jin Yang? Uh, from Silicon Valley. Oh. Um, she gives Anyang $20 and goes, like... Go go buy yourself. No, how much the oh no? She's like, how much the banana cost these days? It gives ten dollars. Like ten dollars. I think that's how the GOP is. I think they don't really know what shit costs anymore. And so what they're looking to do. So like currently, what we have is if so living in California, uh, in a pretty modest, relatively low income part of Long Beach, mm-hmm. sharing a room with a roommate, I pay nine hundred dollars. Yeah. And then my health insurance is about three hundred, and then my car payments about. 250 so i'm like we're, we're already at about 1600 dollars. Mm-hmm. if i were to get just unemployment without the plus up in california it is 800 dollars. so what they've been doing now that they've taken all of our jobs away from us by government orders has been every week they add on 600 dollars. so every two weeks when we get paid out you're getting an additional 1200 dollars. yeah uh the gop in their infinite wisdom uh cannot even fathom the idea that somebody could be making more than their paycheck and so they now want to make it $200 per week. So as a, so they're going to cut it by, uh, I did the math earlier. It would be $1,600. So $1,600. So somebody who was getting, say, $3,200 a month uh, on unemployment, which is a pretty standard amount of money to be making monthly, 
would now be making 1600 Right. Half as much as they were before. And what they're not taking into account is like also something that is going to affect them if they choose. Like, so here's the deal. If they choose to do this, uh, the economy has been artificially propped up by, because we're a consumer capitalist society. So like mm-hmm. people have a little extra money, so they're spending it. Thank mm-hmm. God, right? And that's why like local, like, like why restaurants have managed, managed to survive, like why e-commerce has still been doing well. Like that's why the stock market has gone up even though we're all fucked, right? Yeah. And which I love what Crystal Ball calls it on rising is the graph of rich people's feelings, which is the stock market. <laughs> and so what I, I cannot believe they, they are not thinking about the fact that if people can't spend money, so think, think of it this way, right? I think it's like over uh, 40% of Americans are deeply in debt, right? Mm-hmm. So, if And something like 32% of Americans missed their, their mortgage, mortgage payments mortgage payment, on July 1st. And then not to mention how many people can't pay rent. So if you were to make it that, so in, so I know this is gonna vary state to state, right? So if you're in Alabama and making the amount that you're making unemployment, like you're, you're rocking and rolling, but good, good. I mean, you, sh- you should, you should be. be. If, especially if the government took your job from you, which is what happened. So pay us, right? So so think of it this way. So we now if they take this all away, then we have like $1,600 just barely covers my baseline expenses living in this state. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I just paid a fuck ton of money in taxes because I'm self-employed. Because they double dip on you if you're self-employed. You get fucked so hard. And not to mention, self-employed people and 1099 people are the ones that got fucked the hardest during all this. Um, so I have an additional $800 to to live because uh, that's like what the unemployment is. like. So the, the added on amount has been paying the bills. So I have debt that I'm paying off. And so nobody is going to use that $800 or any, any amount if they lower it to pay off any of their debts. No. It, it's not going to happen. No. And, and debt collectors are not giving anybody relief anymore. They're done. So what do you think is going to happen when nobody pays their debt anymore? Or their car payment or their mortgage payment or their rent, which goes to another mortgage payment? You are going to collapse the entire fucking economy. Absolutely. And just because you are so out of touch with what things cost, or God forbid, you give people a living wage. It was insane. Did you see the thing that McDonald's had about how to uh, how to survive on minimum wage? Yes, dude. It, that was fucking mental. The numbers mean nothing. Well, and I loved it that heating was zero dollars. Unfucking believable. Zero dollars. Yeah. And I thought this was cute. Like you can do it here at McDonald's. It's like blow me. Yeah, and you want to know, so I did the math. Uh, also, you would the, have to the, work 60, 68 hours a week and rent, at minimum wage. And rent was like $500 on that thing, too. Unfucking believable Where do you live that rent is $500 other than, like, fucking middle of nowhere? Where the only job is McDonald's. But it's like, that. that's kind of the thing is, like, there's no scaling for the cost of living where you live. And it's Mm-mm. like, and it's like, you know, there there is no incentive for mobility in this country, meaning that, like, jobs that jobs that want you for whatever skill you have will not incentivize you with cash to move which is no. the only reason why you would like i wouldn't leave california uh because my whole family's here mm-hmm. everybody and so it's like and also all the all the work i did have is is here so it's like i mean i i like i couldn't move you obviously like at this point i mean if it doesn't get any better here i'm gonna i would like probably just move to nashville because like all mm-hmm. the all that industry is there as well but like fuck New York or California, like there, there is no reason to be here. Right, they hate us. Well, and, and they, they hate people. They they really do. And so, yeah, I, the GOP's plan is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And dude, if if I I don't but know, the Democrats are so like willing to budge on this, and it's like sh- just stand strong because we're gonna die if you don't. Well, right, and well, we're gonna see, we're gonna see because uh, we're we're close we're closing on the fucking first rapidly here. 
and like and and then on August seventh they go on recess for a month. Yeah, until after Labor Day. So it's like figure this out. But this deal they have right now is not working. But the one bright spot is that there is another twelve hundred dollar check coming. That is not going to go away. So that's that's fine with them or whatever. Yeah, that'll be the first one in how many months? Four and a half, five months? Right. Which, remember them saying, like, that'll cover your rent for three months or something? Yeah, they thought it was going to... So they they said that it would... Uh, that $1,200 is supposed to last 10 weeks. It's been more than 10 weeks since they last gave us a check. So, what now? Right. You know? Yeah, so I hope they do the right thing. If I they, hope so, if, too. If they cut it slightly... Like, the $400 number, I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. Like, mm. I, can, that's, I can deal with that, but... Guys, I mean, if they cut it entirely, then we're we're doomed. If they make it two hundred dollars, I'm fucked. I mean, yeah. for for sure. Like, yeah. especially like it's so crazy that they're they're doing this now after paying ta- like paying taxes in July. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Like, give me a fucking break. And also, July was when everybody had to do like you know, for instance, like I had debt collectors. I push it off until like for three months. It was July, and it wasn't as if I got a three month break. It's like it was all ret- retroactively hit on on mm-hmm. July. So like I had to pay it all in a lump sum in July. Yeah, which is how they all operated. It, and so, I'm worried about my student loans. Uh, I'll start ga- gaining interest on them again as soon as this July 30, 31st thing comes around. As far as I'm aware, that's what's going to happen. And it's so impossible to find information on whether or not that's true. Um, but I just took out another fucking loan for my next semester of school, uh, which brings my debt up to like seventeen thousand uh, dollars. You'll be able to when you drop it, you'll get refunds and be able to pay off some of that, right? I hope so. Yeah, I do too. I don't know if like I couldn't believe that they fucking did that for for the uh, like you couldn't defer your enrollment like, and they were like yeah. you should, had to do that back in March when none of us knew what the fuck was gonna happen. Yep. Like, so, dude. Burn the universities down. They need to collapse. It, it, it's the, like yeah. they are the most greed. Like they have just been rolling in cash and, and endowments and fucking administrators who just make fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Be done with it. Like what is a bachelor's degree worth? It is not worth shit anymore. Yeah. And so, ugh, dude, they're, they're, this is exposing the weaknesses of every business every institution our government how fucking feckless and out of touch and old they are and also um even though we had like some hope with an with a new guard aoc is bending her knee to all this fucking shit like yeah. she, like she has been so pathetic and and just like ugh. i th- what's tough is that like her position as as aoc she is like she has to sort of like or rather, she doesn't have to, but she feels pressure to get on the good side of these senior, these senior citizens like Nancy Pelosi and and people who are deemed important in in Congress. Um, but like, if uh, if that weren't the case, maybe there would be good change. Like, right. if, if these dinosaurs weren't still in there, like Nancy Pelosi, Lindsey Graham, and fucking Dianne Feinstein, they need to die. And guys, take take this message and spread it with me- like with a, with a carrier pigeon, right? So mm-hmm. all this fucking shit you're doing in Portland, stop it. But go to Nancy Pelosi's house. Yeah. Go to her house. Yeah. If she fucks this up, if she fucks this up and Chuck Schumer, go to their fucking house and, and throw firebombs at it. I mean, like, because what are, like, what are you, you're not accomplishing anything by burning down a federal building. You're just hurting right. taxpayers. You're hurting us. So go to Nancy Pelosi's house and kill her. Like, if she doesn't pull <laughs> this off, I mean, like, really? Because, because at this point, it's like, like, it's not even about you or I. 
It's about how many people are going to be... Like, 30 million people could be fucking homeless. This isn't a joke anymore. And it's like... And again, like, the fucking hubris of thinking it won't hit them. And of course it will. This will hit them really... Like, they'll have a a fucking money blanket. But at the same time, it's like, if this collapses this fucking hard, because people aren't spending money, which is like this capitalist dream that you all, like, you know, dreamt up in this insane, like, consumer society, you're going to fucking... Money will be worthless. Mm -hmm. So just print more. Print more until you decide that this fucking coronavirus shit's over or what. I mean, I don't know what we're doing anymore. I think, like, I think I agree with you. Even though printing more would cause inflation, it's like, we inflation already, means nothing right no, now. No. We're dying. No, and we, we, we I mean, we, like. <laughs> or we, we will start We're dying. already not in an inflated, like, we're not even close to, like, a crazy inflated rate at this point. And so it really, like, and, and again, like, what I hate the, like, the explanations they give every single time about not wanting to give the plus up is a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. Because what they say every time is that it'll disincentivize people to go back to work. And this has been means tested in so many different countries yes, yes. that have proven this is not the case. So mm-hmm. why don't we just give it a fucking try? Would that be so <laughs> yes. fucking hard? And like, yeah, again, like, this isn't because people are lazy here. It's because you took our jobs away. So, like, do something. This is your fault. This is your choice, and we're all suffering because of it, so fix it or pay us. And it's like, we, we, like, and again, it's like Trump's to blame because he has just bungled this at every metric, mm-hmm. and the left is saying that these protests had nothing to do with the spike, that has shut everything right the back, like, the fuck back down. So, fuck you for gaslighting me into thinking that, like, because it's, we yeah. know it's all bullshit. Well, back in April, when Trump signed all of those checks to us, that's when he sort of secured his re-election but now it's been months after that because and he hasn't done anything to help us because what it is proving is the the office of the presidency is a fucking symbolic position <laughs> it is empty yes. yeah it means nothing and i don't think the dude wants the job anymore why no. would you because like there's like i was talking to my mom about this today and she's she just she hates him and like i i know who he is so he doesn't like elicit hate in me you, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. joe biden does because Joe Biden has written terrible legis- legislation and gotten us into fucking so many foreign wars yeah. for the last 40 fucking years. Yeah. And so, like, this guy is, re- like, the architect for the mess that we're in now. Trump, in the last three and a half years, has just been a blustering idiot. And, mm. and so, like, you know, her, her thing her, her thing about him is just, like, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. It- I, I get it, though. I get why people don't want to reelect him. Um, I don't either. But also, I don't want to elect Joe Biden. No. So what the fuck do we do? We just have to eat a fucking shit sandwich. I'm not, I'm not voting for either of them. I'm not doing it. Like I, It's like Nina Turner said. It's it's like eating half a bowl of fucking shit, you know? Uh, you're handed a bowl. You only have to eat half of it. But that means you have to vote for At least for she Joe was Biden. being fucking honest. And like I know. Bernie I'm who fucking so, cucked out so goddamn hard. I am so proud of Nina Turner because she's fucking right. She is right that voting for Biden is like eating half a bowl of shit. It's still shit. Like, what... <laughs> What do we what do we really do? And I see like my I have friends on Instagram who are just so deranged that they're like even like uh hardcore Warren supporters are like oh God. uh terrible settle for Biden. Hashtag settle for Biden. I think that Instagram page is a joke. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Geo Geo I've seen I've seen a lot of people who I know earnestly believe it. It's like, well, Biden sucks, but we got to settle for it. Well, him. we do have some some uh, some Joe Biden news. Oh, thank God. I am so and excited for this. Joe Biden news. He'll take a big whiff of you. 
So yeah. So uh, Politico. So this is this is the man where 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 this has been foisted upon us. Yes. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work. That's a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's great to be here. Oh. Excuse me. He said, welcome to the Kingsman Community Center or whatever the fuck. Yep. Just kidding. That's not where we are. I didn't know where we were. He's he's a pants-shitting retard. <laughs> he is absolutely having his deity changed by Jill. Well, or or by a uh, small, uh, small teenage girl whose hair he sniffs while... It is so... It's so embarrassing that that is our dude. Yeah. Well, he's not my dude. I don't, I don't, I don't claim him at all. He is so, so awful and embarrassing. Now, Politico had a little oopsie. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, really quickly. So, there's, there's just things that happen in, in media companies, and I, I've, I've kind of, like, educated myself on this recently. And it's crazy to me that they do this in politics. Mm-hmm. But essentially, news outlets will be given an exclusive story that they get, like, they already have the information on what's going to happen. And they get to choose, they get to choose... Um, uh, they get to be the one that 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 drops the info, and and Politico made a big oopsie and showed that Kamala Harris is going to be Joe Biden's VP, which we knew was going to probably happen. Of course, happen. I was I'm so excited. But for this. I wanted Keisha Bottoms because I wanted the stickers that says Biden Bottoms so <laughs> badly. I wanted those to happen so bad, and we don't get to have that Biden Bottoms. Um. So this. So the, okay. The reason why this is this is obvious, like this is what's going to happen, is that so th- they. Politico had the thing with all the different candidates on there that were like the possible ones. Yes. But this was the only one that had a direct quote from Joe Biden saying why she would be. Yep. Yep. So um, uh, Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris to become his running mate for 2020 election on August 1st, two weeks before the Democratic National Convention, after keeping his choice close to the chest for months. His announcement, Biden uh, called Harris a worthy opponent and worthy running mate. Alluding to the pair's feud, I think is what it's saying down below. So... It's just hell world. I cannot, I cannot wait to see the hellscape that Twitter becomes on that day I, when they actually announce it. I don't get it because, because largely Kamala Harris, I mean, thanks Excuse to Tulsi. You, it's Kamala. Com- Kamala. 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 The emphasis is on the first syllable. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, she's a cunt, but, but yes. she, yeah, but she, she, uh, I mean, she, like, she, like, the, She's very Hillary-esque to me. It's this, oh, yeah. this kind of craven, sociopathic, borderline personality, like just crazy laugh and just insanity while doing the most craven, evil shit clandestinely. But like with Kamala, it was like more on the, was that good? Yes. It's more on the Kamala. local level. So like the type of legislation, she, she, she was such an aggressive district attorney for California. I mean, just so aggressive and, and so, and it, so... So much of the moment we're in right now, and I, I, I see people aren't going to agree with me on the Portland protests. I, I think the optics are so terrible at this point. They're right. not accomplishing anything. I but. think, like you said, though, like just to wrap up the Portland protest thing, um, it's like enact change by threatening the people who matter. 
right. Nancy Pelosi. Well, in, in like to the Portland protest too, like that fucking fruitcake in the in the in the vest that threw the fucking IED at the federal, like that wasn't a firecracker, that was a fucking bomb. And like you are now making yourselves into actual terrorists. And you're not helping. You're not helping black yeah. people. You're not helping poor people. You're not helping anybody. You're just giving the right a fucking angle to shit on us. So stop it or channel your energy into something productive. But I don't think they can because mobs are indiscriminate. And they and we're seeing a bunch of teenagers with, with teenagers or like 20 somethings that are disillusioned and they don't know why. And they're too stupid to actually articulate it. So they're violent. That's what they do. That's a Portland protest to me, and I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. I, I don't. I, it's just, it's it's making things worse, and it's making someone who like a centrist idiot like Joe Biden look much more attractive than somebody who might be more progressive. Mm-hmm. Because this people are being quiet right now because there's like a racial element to these protests that people are scared to talk about. But people are annoyed and scared of them, and like you're 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 not. If you destroy a federal building, it'll get rebuilt, but we pay for it. Yeah. So like you're not helping anything. Yeah. You're not helping anything. You're just being. You're just scaring people who are poor. So that's my point. That's the bookend on it. So yeah. so Kamala Harris was a craven district attorney, and she polls terribly with black people. Terrible. Which is exactly why he's picking her. Is because she. He, they think in their worm brains that she's going to help them with the black vote, and it's like. Like other than her fucking psychotic gaze, black gays that are all for her, like yes, queen K hive, right? The K hive, the K hive, yeah. insanity. Like, like those eight people on YouTube who are out of their fucking mind are really her only black support. I mean, it, it, it because Tulsi torched her on exactly what her problem is. I mean, that was such a like a precision strike. Oh, it, I I still come over it daily. It was you know? so good, I, and, and like and like really because uh. like she was really expected to like she was at like around like seven or eight percent dude she, she dropped. dropped to three like almost overnight when that happened yeah top tier candidate and huh? like it's one of the first times that like i've like the audience cheered really hard because no one no one knew who the fuck tulsi was like we, we knew that going in we did know and yeah. then like that like the crowd was going crazy i, I just rewatched that clip recently and it was it was so good but i, I just like oh. one day tulsi will be president I hope so. I, 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 as soon as we kill off all of these centrist Democrats, <laughs> oh my God, she's gonna be the best fucking president. She's gonna pull us out of all of these foreign foreign countries that mean nothing to us, that give us nothing. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It will. It will be very good. Yeah. She's gonna give gay people the right to uh, shit on their straight neighbors' lawns. Mm-hmm. It's like that's exactly what we've always dreamed of. It'll give us the right to to suck the boyfriend's dick of our straight ma- female friends. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll actually, it'll give us the, uh, not the right, but the authority to do so. You know, it'll be our choice. We actually like have a little badge we pull out. It, sorry, pal. Yeah. Gotta suck your dick. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, it, this is, this is, this is just so fucking absurd to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Red Mage makes a good point. Tucker Carlson will be the next president after Joe Biden. Like that's what pe- that's what people aren't understanding is like, <laughs> like, so preface. Like I am a progressive person. It yes, may not seem yes, like yes, it in yes. this moment, but I want Medicare for all. Right. I I want uh, I want immigration reform desperately. I'm not like open borders, but I do want reform. I want it to be easier to become an American citizen. Yeah. Um. I I want drugs to be completely legal. I want because I think that like the war on drugs is a massive fucking failure. 
I want criminal justice reform immediately. Uh, like all the, th I want all the things you want. Mm -hmm. I just think that like you guys, like I think people like underestimate, even though Trump is president, how culturally left all of our all of our media is, and our politics are media. Are like, mm -hmm. why did the whole world protest George Floyd? Why did that happen? Because the only export we have, the two exports we have, are weapons and entertainment, and our politics are the world's entertainment. Yep. And so, like, if if you, so, people, there's like the, this kind of like very myopic way that people view things in which, if just because Trump is president, that, like, the whole the whole scape that shapes people's thought isn't on the left, and it so is, and it's very to the far left of things. I mean, like. The fact that like the New York Times writes the fucking craziest articles I've ever seen in my life that are just so part of an ideological bent. And so, and you know, so like there's Fox News and there's Breitbart, Breitbart being much smaller than Fox News, but there's NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, there's New York Times, even LA Times has been doing it. It's like, there are so many media outlets dictating like what's going on. And like this man becoming a president has just been this, it has been three and a half years before he even got the presidency. It has been opposition to him. Like, and, and there is nothing good or right that he can do. And he has done some things that are fine. Mm -hmm. But it's like he the, the amount of craven shit the Democrats will do to win has been frightening to me. And one of the one like one of the most interesting ones is how much of their principles they use to like to take Trump down, they will abandon immediately when it inconveniences them. Like, so Biden has a credible sexual assault allegations. Uh, believe all women. We don't, none of that anymore. None of that. Yeah. Uh, like, that you know, th we talk, they talk about like how they care about the mentally ill and all this kind of stuff. We, we, we you know, Kanye is so clearly having a mental breakdown and it's like, but he might've taken votes away from Biden or, or like, you know, but then, so now cra oh, crazy, crazy fucking Kanye. And it's just in no sympathy for him or what's going course, on with him. Yeah. And so it's just like all of these feel good principles. And again, progressives that are, that do get elected matter, but AOC should be the litmus test of, they will bend to the knee and they will do what the neoliberals mm -hmm. want eventually. Yeah. So they're there. I don't mean to like be super cynical, but at this point it's like, but the 20 to 30 of them that exist within Congress can't enact any change because you need at least like 90 to make any bills pass. I mean, let's talk about Medicare for all. That bill did not pass because only like 27 people voted I in favor of it. I couldn't believe that. I mean, like what? same with uh, marijuana, legalizing marijuana for the country is like, is not happening because there aren't enough progressives in Congress to make that change. Dude, and the the people that we trusted, the 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 liberal people in Congress that we trusted uh, to make change are just not doing it, and it's because they're backed by fucking pharmaceutical companies who give them massive amounts of money. Because Medicare for all would maybe disenfranchise them a little bit, but sorry, maybe you're a little too big at this point. All it would do is make them have to actually. Uh negotiate the prices on the patents through, through which they release drugs. It's, God that's, forbid. That's, I know, right? And so oh. it's like, um, I, I was talking to, to a doctor about this recently, about just how, like, America in particular, like, on the one, there's there's two sides of this coin, right? So we and Germany, uh, have the, we, 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 we have so much money, therefore we do create a lot of the drugs that get exported around the world that create a lot of good and help people. But simultaneously, we are such craven capitalists that we will patent them and 
then use insurance offshoots to get the insurance companies to pay for them. And then it's like, then we have this tangled web of what is our medical system now? Where, mm-hmm. like, so the problem is that it, like our system is so fucked now at this point um, in this 200, 300 some odd year experiment that there's, I don't really know how we even fix it. So it's like, but basically like what economists say about Medicare for all is like, it could either cost more money or it could cost less. And like both arguments make a lot of sense, like cost more money and like kind of what the, the Republicans say of, in terms of like, you know, the amount of taxpayer money that would have to go into funding it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, how many people end up going into hospitals without insurance, get treated, never pay the bill? If they had the ability to have that subsidized, that could theoretically bring the cost down for everybody. So yeah. what we're doing now isn't working clearly. Yeah. So why don't we try something else? Huh. Like, why don't we legalize drugs? Why the fuck decriminalize them at least? It's like, and especially weed and like retroactively expunge anybody who's in prison right now or jail mm-hmm. for marijuana offenses. I was saying to you, somebody a few states over could go to prison for 20 years for what they would be doing legally in California. And Kamala Harris prosecuted so many of those fucking people. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. Which were, lar- which were largely black. Yes, of course. She put so many black men in jail. That's That was her prerogative. She hates black men. That's, that's I think, it. I think because she, she grew up in a very affluent area, like she... I don't know. Like I, 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 so did a lot of people though. And they're not as fucking craven lunatics as her. Like, what do what do they tell you when you win office that makes you just turn into a fucking psychopath? I don't know. That like the alien apocalypse is coming, and like the worse you treat the humans on Earth, the further like it pushes them further away from the planet from killing us. I mean, like what possible information could they get to act like this? I I, I really don't understand it. I mean, like none of none of them are on the ground talking to people. It, no, it, yeah, I think it it really is like a selfish endeavor to. It's a very selfish and narcissistic it, endeavor to enter politics sure. uh, because you you think you are enacting good upon society based on your true your own beliefs, not based on what the people you represent. It's, it's like you you have this set of beliefs when you enter politics and you are going to make that change upon politics however you can right upon society however you can. Uh, you don't you don't experience any kind of growth once you are in power once you're in a position of I don't know, like public service. Uh, so these people who like Kamala Harris, her her ways are, are set. They she's not going to change. No. Um. So her prosecuting black men and sending them to fucking prison for marijuana charges, like that's well, that's not going to change. That mindset that she has is not going to change because that is who she that is what she thinks is good. She thinks putting people away for these things is good and that's just going to stay stagnant and what's also weird about her too is she was also the co-sponsor of a medicare for all bill and then she ended up like totally retreating out of that too when she got asked about it on the debate she just like floundered out of it like she had nothing to do with it and so i don't i just i'm so tired of getting disappointed of these people that i vote for like when she was running running here uh, i voted for her when i was 22 so mm-hmm. i didn't really know shit but like but but you know, and the internet wasn't what it is now where, like, just information is this constant stream. But I liked her. I, I You know, I thought she seemed charismatic and seemed, like, much better than who she's running against, so I don't even remember who it was at the time. And just became this utter disappointment. And also, like, looking back on Obama's legacy and all this kind of stuff, it's just, it's so disappointing. It is, yeah. And and so Biden would just be more of that. It would be, like, more clandestine drone strikes and just evil shit, and people are getting worse and worse and worse, and it takes, like, a disruption, like Donald Trump, to, like, dredge all this shit up or coronavirus i don't know what the fuck it is because like the civil unrest and coronavirus are obviously linked i mean they're they're clearly the same thing and we talked about like we did the early episodes on coronavirus like it was very like civil unrest is coming 
It's coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would. I don't think. I didn't think it would take the George Floyd video to then, you know, push it. But it it was a perfect match that lit yeah. the gasoline. But I don't know. Like I I I I don't. I'm not very hopeful right now. We need to abolish the presidency. Yeah, I I I like Joe Rogan's idea about a council of elders. The president means nothing. He is a figurehead meant to distract us entirely from what is important, which is uh, being able to buy food, pay rent, which shouldn't exist in the first place, um, and stimulate the economy as as because we exist in a capitalist society. We need to be able to stimulate the economy as individuals. If those things are not met, what's the point of living? We'll all just die. I mean, we're about to find out soon. I, I think that if they don't figure this out and quick, it's it's going to be before August 7th. Yeah. Do you think they will? They're, they're, yeah, they will. But it's just, I think it's just not going to be something we like. That's really, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool thinking about how my paycheck relies, it, it so heavily relies on a group of, how many people in total are in Congress? There's 100 in the Senate, and how many in the House? 500 or so? Yeah. 600 people. My entire life hinges upon 600 people making a decision for me, who I didn't even vote for. I've only ever voted for the president, some local elections, and some judges in local elections. It's like... Yeah, once I kind of was more informed, most people that I ended up voting for for, for Congress and, and Senate, like, well, I, I did I did want to get rid of Bob, Barbara Boxer, so I did end up voting for in, in the district that I was at the time, although I've changed districts now, but... Barbara Coxer. Barbara, Barbara Coxer, yes, indeed. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's bleak, man. Yeah, I desperately want people like Nancy Pelosi. I, I just, like, there should be fucking term, term limits. limits. I, I mean, obviously, yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm so glad we aligned on that exact moment of saying term limits. But, like, it, people like Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein and Lindsey Graham and whoever the fuck else is, like, an elder in Congress, they just shouldn't be there anymore. And, and Supreme Court, too. It's like, like uh, you exactly, know, I, was talking, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Is it like, you know, they were saying, like, oh, you know, poor, uh, like, I, you know, I hope, I hope Ruth Bader Ginsburg makes it. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck her. Because she's so ancient and she was already so ancient and sick when Obama was still president. You should have fucking resigned or, mm-hmm. or retired and like let him nominate somebody else but she was so certain that it was Hillary's turn that now she's in this fucking trap of like trying to stay stay alive it's our turn yeah <laughs> that's the the hands the fists on the hips is like the it's her turn uh emote you know yeah but anyway i that's that's that and i feel like i've, I've just worn everybody out but i do <laughs> i do want to talk about fem cells oh my god dude fem cells so I am subscribed to the the Red Scare community on on Reddit. Uh, they've been talking a lot about r slash female dating strategy, which is basically uh, a bunch of women who don't have sex with men talking about dating men. Uh, is there anything in specific you want to talk about? Because I would love to talk about how racist they are. Well, yeah. So like basically, like, <laughs> basically, what's so funny about it really is a perfect. Uh, distillation of the two genders. It's a microcosm well, of of what female incels look like. Well, it, it's it's the perfect distillation of the worst aspects of both genders. So, like incels being the male version and fem cells being the female version. Mm-hmm. So, like incels are super angry, um, hate women because some woman scorned them or some something happened. Yeah. Um, and but the one credit 
well, the, also they, they tend to shoot things up. And, but the one credit I will give them is typically like when people who are trying to be amenable, trying to converse with them, they'll say, well, you know, why haven't, why haven't you gotten later? Like, why don't you try harder? They're just like, I'm ugly. I'm ugly. I'm not mm-hmm. desirable. And it's just kind of like, fuck, that's sad. You know, it's sad that you view yourself that way and this kind of thing. Fem cells, on the other hand, are like, they turn it like because they're dumpy and not desirable to men based on either their own life choices or their own borderline personality disorder they choose to just turn it into empowerment which is so interesting to me and that was kind of the read i was getting on it of like no choice that a woman makes that is kind of female centric is bad it's a yes queen yes dude whenever a, a man dumps you it is a level up yeah like you know? like good th- he didn't even deserve you sister it's an opportunity queen yeah let us take this moment to clear our skin lose 10 pounds mm-hmm. and fucking i don't know and they won't you know, they, they, won't. they won't buy a sex toy yeah. that is that is the third thing they the thing is like with r slash females female dating strategy it's like i was scrolling through Hold their on. oh they had like a, they had a, a tag that was called um, uh, what pick Misha? I think pick Misha mm-hmm. Hall of Shame. Yep. That was one of their flares uh, for their posts, so you can categorize their posts as as whatever it was. When you click into pick Misha, which, when you when you think of pick Misha, what do you think of? It sounds like like Lakeisha or like Lakeisha, Sharkeisha. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing, like those names that were typically allotted to the meme of a black woman sure right of course you scroll through pick misha hall of shame and it is 50 percent black women posting things about like so so being a pick me is like is like oh i'm a traditional housewife or like oh i i would do anything for my man it's like it's kind of like lisa simpson like the one who like raises her hand in class because yeah pick me me. because i'm the person who will ascribe to societal norms right which is the way they view it which is insane when you scroll through the flare pick misha hall of shame 50 percent of the posts are are, black women are screenshots of black women saying things like hey like i was raised to think that i should prepare a plate for my man you know where i should clean up after him or do his laundry or whatever and like if that makes you happy fucking do it but half of your posts in this subreddit if you're talking about them being pick misha's it just feels a little weird and a little bit racially charged so like here's here's you know it it, it absolutely is and and like i kind of i i I, because when you first said it i was like okay i'm not gonna like let the name become something racial but then when you were showing me that it was only black women they were singling out it was almost always which well, is a majority which of is time. what's so funny because i think largely the women i, I think probably at least 98 percent of the women on here are white mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and and they would never ever get into a confrontation with a black woman because it would go poorly for them yeah very poorly and also but they'll gladly screenshot their posts on twitter and post it to this awful awful sub because there's no direct like there's no direct so like here's like a good example of that i have this pulled up here um all women are forced to live under an arbitrary and unfair system which sorts us into categories of fuckable and worthless solution is not to expand the definition of fuckable and it's like basically all that post says to me is like you have a very low self-worth and and it's not society is telling you this. It's you. It mm. is you and your borderline personality disorder and your fucking cottagecore clothes 
it's it's you absolutely cottagecore you asked me yesterday what, what cottagecore cottage was core? yeah because it, it does define these women i think <laughs> well i think cottagecore is a bit more innocent than this i but think they, but they placate women like this like sure, they, sure, they're sure, the ones sure, that are yeah. like like yeah sweetie like you don't need to go to the gym like you know body size doesn't dictate health and it's like it's those people it's, it's the people yeah. who like validate bad behavior because like they they want to maintain friendships that aren't really gaining they're not gaining anything from yeah. them I, I, I don't, empty friendship it's a very like it's actually like again like i'm i speak on authority like as a as a gay gay man because like i have no really dog in this fight like i don't really i, I think like men at their worst are like they kill people women at their worst like create like a psychological damage it, it's very interesting like i used to live next to this coffee shop and oh, right it was i love this story all run by women all, all like there was not yeah. there was one single man who worked there that was like I, he just didn't touch any of the drama, but I live next door and every day, every single one of the female employees would come into my little apartment there and talk shit on, on another female employee. And it was all very like surface level shit. Like they would perceive someone's tone to be a massive aggression. Her aura was just like so Not off. quite that insane, but, cl- <laughs> but close, but close. And then I would always say like, well, did you confront her directly? And then no, 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 no. Never. And so like this toxicity just kept building and building and building where everyone was just silently resenting each other. And I realized as the years went by that this is a very female specific thing that happens. Mm. It's like they will just hate each other. But when they see each other, like, hey, Lisa, how are you feeling? (laughs) And it's like, but, but, but then Lisa knows that, that, you know, Julia hates her. Like they, they know, but it's like this kind of like surface level toxic Men end up just fighting each other when they're at that point. But normally it kind of de-escalates to like, hey, dude, fuck you. Like, you know, or maybe the friendship's over because you can't reconcile something. But like men are stupid, but the very least direct. Like I, I but there's like kind of just this it's like psychological warfare with women. It's it's so interesting. And I think mm-hmm. that like this is just essentially like a female, a very lonely, hasn't had love in a long time female diary of I don't know, like just sickness. Yeah, it's so it's so sad because like I mean we were doing like a little bit of a a little bit of research on somebody who uh, who's a YouTuber today, um, Riley oh, Dennis. Riley, yeah, Riley Dennis. We're like, talking about Riley Dennis Riley, today. Riley Dennis is a trans YouTuber that had like a had a moment in like about three or four years ago because she you know she says like the really crazy shit that like it was really the Tumblr shit that leaked onto YouTube for a minute there that was getting like flagged by like now this and this kind of thing yeah where it's like you know she had a video where she conflated you not being attracted to a trans person if you're gay or whatever as not being attracted to a black person which is an insane conflation it's not even close so and again it just denies so many realities of what it's like to be a trans person or as a black person it's just an insane take but like she always thought that was a few years ago a few years ago but i i never really felt ire for her or like a milo milo stewart was another one that was very yes, similar i remember because milo. they seemed very young and very well-intentioned and going through something and then you went through and looked through riley dennis's newer videos yeah so geo actually just said riley dennis is worse than buzzfeed there i said it the thing no but is, riley, like, riley dennis was buzzfeed though like yes, that's what it was yes, yes yes so the thing is like if you go and look at riley dennis's channel now it's still doing well she still only has she has less than a hundred thousand subscribers, which is like good because her videos have changed from that trans narrative, that sort of like Tumblr trans narrative, to things of that that kind of are just fun and lighthearted, and her 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 content has become like 
this is me and my girlfriend being on uh, getting engaged or this is me my me and my girlfriend our story from long distance so, to today so to take it out because i know i know that like talking about females specifically can can get really touchy because like people are very protective of their gender like and but she Riley Dennis is a good example of like the content that we are like we're, we criticized before is that if you're not attracted to me because I'm trans you're a bigot she finds love and then that narrative is gone exactly so like she <laughs> it might sound fucking insane or whatever but like as soon as Riley Dennis started posting about her girlfriend her content completely changed of course that was the observation I made today of, of like scrolling through her, her content recently in the last couple of years when she started posting about her girlfriend her content completely changed it shifted to like I'm a loved human being and now I can post about fucking Avatar The Last Airbender Legend of Korra how like storylines are written and how, how well it's done uh, I sent you a screenshot of her like last like few months of most recent posts and all of it is like why we love Uncle Iroh and like this is me and my girlfriend getting engaged in a garden, in the in a botanical garden in, mm. in Sydney, Australia. This is us moving in together. It's like, it has been so wholesome since she has found love. And I think, like, people who are so adamant about these political stances or these social stances that they take are just missing something in their lives. And sometimes, or very often, it is love from another human being right that they feel so rejected by society that they feel so rejected by their family their parents their brother their sister it's like they just need some kind of support to become a human being who is at peace well you know that's the thing, that's the thing i've been saying of like how while we moved away from religion as a society like i was hoping that people would f look inward for their worth and yes and, and, of course and they didn't it's like they just found the worst ideas on the internet to validate their shitty behavior and so yeah. that that was largely what we saw and like like riley dennis was again like when she was making those videos like she couldn't have been older than what like 20 yeah like, I, I don't know I, I don't i don't really fault her for that and like she never made me angry i was just kind of like ugh. like that was kind of the narrative at the time and i cannot tell you how many trans people i knew that had like a little momentum during that time period and saw how quickly they were sold out when that narrative wasn't as popular anymore and how now they're like, for lack of a better term, kind of red-pilled now because they saw, and I have a very personal one with that. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. didn't want to mention it by name unless you, no, you I don't, want we, to yourself, No, I don't want to, I don't want to mention their name. But, mention but they're, them by, her by name, But like she was, she was like this person that I knew uh, well. She was like hot shit in Hollywood and like, had a big role on a really big show and and when it was kind of in vogue to cast trans people but then she realized how limiting that mm -hmm. role is the role the the ideology fell from grace right and so her identity became no longer valuable and what i was in hollywood and or was, in hollywood society and i, I was trying to tell her and my boyfriend at the time was like Hey, like this shit is not real. This, they're using they're you. using you. Yeah, and 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 they want like they want you to take like my my ex did modeling stuff. Like they want you to have the pictures with the trans person and the black person because it looks like you're a reflection of this machine. And 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 but he played into it, and so did she. And then now she listening on another podcast with her seems to have shown remorse, but not really. She's still a broken person, but 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 she's changed for sure. 
Yeah, I, she, I don't know. Even don't that know. she is willing to go on the podcast of that nature. Sure, yeah. It is like, is definitely like she's trying to uh, reflect some kind of like change in her character. I think what know? was interesting some kind about, of development. What was interesting about listening to that podcast with her was that she realizes what happened to her, but now that the veneer of her fame has been like rotted away, she's just a shitty person. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah, and she has no career anymore because it was exhausted she, because her value was exhausted. Yep. And she didn't realize that she was being used for Hollywood capital. Mm. The place where the, the spot where she placed value is exhausted. Right. And she can place value in other things in her life. But at this point, like she has become uh, like a star for a split second. And now she's no longer. Right. Whereas she could have used that stardom to propel something else. Yep. It, it's a bummer to think about that, but like, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. I think she has a lot more people in her position have a lot more development to do in order to capitalize, I guess, because um, capitalism sucks, but like capitalize upon like a different talent of theirs. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's too late, you know. I, I just I just think that like I. I think that even at her, she was, she's only slightly younger than me. I think that like, even at that time, I already realized that like, if I'm going to, if I would, if, if my career path was to be an actor and, but they were casting me as the gay actor, I'm like, I'm going to be fucked. So like, I'm going to burn out so fast. Mm -hmm. Like if that's what's going to happen. And like, I think what's tough for trans people, and I do have a lot of empathy for this is like, you aren't, you're, you're distracting. Hmm. In, in movies and shows like I, I I can't well they're only distracting because like well they're distracting if they're not passing which is like most I think, it's most trans people the though. thing is like if you are not passing uh or sorry if, if you are a trans person cast in a role as like a cisgendered person the 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 media the PR behind the movie is going to advertise to you as the trans person in the movie so even if you are completely passing, you will still be the trans actor that's in their movie, and that's all you'll ever be known as, she, which fucking sucks. But she, at, at, she's she's more feminine now, but when I knew her, she was, like, purposefully trying to be A little androgynous, yeah. Which, which was so weird to me, and, like, that's, that's like, when I, I made the judgment call on her was when I, we were watching the show that she was in, <clears throat> there's a scene in the show where a character gets confronted Fuck, I'm gonna give away too much shit. It's the show Transparent. Whatever. Anyway, like there's a there's a there's there's a there's a part in the show Transparent where Moira, which is uh, Jeffrey, uh, whatever the main main Tambor. character, Jeffrey Tambor, um, right. uh, the yeah the uh, one of his trans friends, uh, trans friends boyfriend confronts Jeffrey Tambor and says like, hey, if you want to get your tits done or whatever to look more feminine, like I can help you out with that. And then Jeffrey Tambor gets all offended, right, and then talks to the trans friend. It becomes like this confrontation about like you know I uh, I want to look more passing I don't know I don't remember the argument in the show yeah but I remember saying to this person that I knew like this question that I posed essentially was wouldn't it be kind of sad to lose your identity a bit if you were somebody like Gigi Gorgeous who just would just pass as female I think ninety percent of the time yeah. And then she goes, I don't need to be rude. That's a really stupid fucking question. And this is like when trans stuff was like very new-ish, like the conversation about it and like everything else that was going on, it was it was kind of new, right? And so I was like 
my 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 take after she did that was like fuck trans people are like really angry and like i'm i'm gay i'm your fucking ally what are you doing yeah. you know and um she yeah she's just an, she's an asshole all the time and so it's like i don't know i don't have anything sure. kind to say yeah. about her but um and right. just a terrible ambassador too like and again like she owned up to that on the podcast of like how she kind of was treated as like little miss thing that they trotted out as like a trans accessory which is exactly what i told my ex of like your 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 like your trans friend are earrings for a richer person mm-hmm. And yeah, she exact she said exactly that on not exactly word for word, but like on the podcast that we listened to, she said that. And so she realized that she was being used. But I don't know. I think like a big part of of what that era was was like intention means nothing and it still kind of means nothing. Right. But you asking that honest question is it, it means nothing to her because it's an offensive question objectively or whatever she thinks. I, but, but again, like, this I don't, is, I don't think it was. No, myself, it's no, not at all. But. Like I, I was, I was again, like, because like, and you have to take into account too. She was living in my house for weeks. <laughs> so like, I got to know her pretty well. Right. And exactly. then, and then also like in rent free too, we we're letting her like stay there. And then even though she was making money off the show and the other part of it was, um, dude, I'm so clearly, on your side here like Mm -hmm. what what are you like why are you attacking me yeah like what do you have to gain like and it really kind of soured my taste on the whole movement for like a long time yeah it was just like fuck if they're all like that i don't want anything to do with that Mm -hmm. and fortunately like i think that the trans elders have kind of wrangled these kids in and just been like you cut it you're making this look terrible um I hope it's that kind of holds because, but I, I guess we'll see. This is really inside baseball. I don't, I don't know why we're doing this inside baseball. I think we've given enough context to provide yeah. some kind of through line of the, of this. Um, I don't really have much else to, I don't either to add. Well, thank you to the new people that are tuning in. Yeah. Um, happy to have you guys. I think we might've pissed somebody off, but that's fine. If you want to stick around, hit the fucking subscribe button. Uh, also, I don't know if you, we haven't really talked about this, but do you want to start a discord? I think, I think we talked about yeah, it we last probably night, should. but we might be starting a discord. Well, let us know what you guys think either right now in the live chat or in the comments below. If you want to do it, like I, I'll pop in and talk to you. Like, yeah, on, like the we would really just have like a, a group chat. Yeah. Um, and maybe through our Patreon, we might have upper echelons of sort of like more private group chats. If you want to do something like that. Uh, but I figured I should plug that because I'm capable of creating a, a, a Discord right now. It's pretty simple, actually, as I've found. Yeah, I, th- I know this is pretty easy, too. Once once I figured out the UI, because I was getting all, like, boomery and upset about it. <laughs> right. So if if we create a Discord, just let us know if you'd be interested in something like that. We, it would just be like a group chat between you, me, and anybody else who wants to join it. We can start something like that. And then also, through our Patreon, we can add uh, other other group chats that are... Uh, upper levels, yes. I guess, based I from, on the I, tier that you support. I think from Heartlands Media, we actually got some women. Hopefully, we didn't alienate them today. Oh, we love our women supporters. Please stick and around. And so, like, we want we want women supporters from Heartlands Media, <laughs> and they want to give you some of our our immaculate gay homosexual, our beautiful listeners. immaculate gays. We we encourage you to go check out the 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 stream that we did with Heartlands Media. It is in the description below. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about two hours of content. Yes, it's a lot of fun. All right, goodbye. Love you guys. Adios. This is all wrong. That no good. How dare you?
dare you? It's a thought basket.